0: Thanks so much for joining us for episode 79 of Forever 39. I cannot believe we're almost at 100 episodes. I know, I can't wait. i like, That's, That's crazy. It. On this week's show, we're going to chat about what not to wear to a wedding. Boy, do I have some stories. <laughs> and how to keep your spending in check when grocery shopping. But first, do you secretly hate a friend? Believe it or not, 4 in 10 people say they do. According to an article on theshortlist.com, a study of 2,000 adults that was commissioned by Lifetime, yes, the television network, finds that 40% of those polled say they have at least one friend they hang out with regularly that they actually can't stand. Okay, so this just seems crazy to me. (laughs) I will totally admit that I have friends that annoy me at times. Uh I'm sure that's the case for all of us. Or that I sometimes feel... Envious of, but I don't have a friend that I secretly hate. That's just not a friend to me. Like, how do you have a friend that you secretly hate? So, what's going on here? Well, according to the study, the number one reason listed for the dislike is that they simply don't feel like they have anything in common with their friend.
1: But that's not a reason to hate somebody. I think, too, what happens, I definitely think if you're part of a group and there's someone in your group you don't like, I think, especially when you're younger, you tend to suck it up a lot and maybe just keep your distance from that person. I guess bit. so. Yeah, maybe. And I I think when you're younger but when you're our age, I think that's when that's when we talk about letting moving on from relationships and I agree sure. with you. Right. You're not going to hang around people you hate. No,
0: not at all. So other reasons include opposite opinions. I do think this can be an issue at times, especially in today's political climate. Like I know you and I are on opposite ends right. of of Trump. Like I'm not a supporter you are. But I would never hate you for your viewpoint. I might disagree with it. Well, actually, I do disagree with it, but I would never hate you for it. I think it's important to have open dialogue and speak with others that have an opposing view than what you have, because, you know, you kind of like want to know, well, why do they think that way versus why I
1: think this way? Absolutely. I agree with you. And it's actually terrifying. I, I have lost a friend over it. And it was interesting to me because she was so strong in her stance and how accepting she was. Except for me, because I didn't agree. And then that's fine. You know, that's fine. And if if it's something you can't handle on your side, but I will never understand how we can't have different opinions, but yet still remain friends. Absolutely. And that's the thing. Like,
0: it's so healthy to have dialogue where you can disagree, but you can at least... Open your world to understanding that person's viewpoint doesn't mean that you agree with it, but to just be like, oh, you know, I'm always right and you're always wrong is ridiculous. No, it's not even being an adult. No, not at all. So other reasons they are too bossy or controlling how they behave when they are drinking, they are too high maintenance. We lead different lifestyles. They've let me down. Well, I mean, that I can maybe understand if someone's let you down and you thought, hey, they were going to be here for me. Again, I wouldn't hate the person, but maybe it's time to break off that friendship. Mm -hmm. Uh, Their sense of humor, how they treat their partner. I think that's understandable. The way that we've changed how they treat their children. I don't like the people they hang out with. Uh, they are always borrowing money, mm-hmm. personal hygiene was on the list, uh, their dress sense. They flirt with my partner. All right. Well, that's a problem. But are
1: you becoming friends with like, think of that right. list. Are exactly. you even getting to the point where you're friends or you just hate this acquaintance of yours?
0: You know, I, I don't I, I don't get it. The study also asked, how do you handle having a friend that you secretly hate? Well, according to those polled, some people are honest while others just try to dissolve the relationship by simply not making any time for that friend smart so
1: it doesn't have to be a big to do just you're too busy you're too busy exactly and then you just maybe let it fade out well i looked up on bustle.com and made a list of signs that maybe this is starting to happen in your circle you want some yeah definitely i hope that i don't have any of these okay do you have (laughs) more anxiety than excitement when you see this friend do you avoid eye contact a lot i am huge on that if i'm not comfortable with someone i mean my eyes wander when i look at people that's been my whole life but if i avoid eye contact if someone i just can't get through to them or they're being really negative that's a huge thing i do do that avoid eye contact they become a constant conversation among others in your group even when they're not around mm-hmm. and you're in a bad mood every time your contact with them ends I thought that was a pretty interesting list. Yeah, I feel like
0: this is something, though, that maybe we went through when we were in high school, right? There's somebody part of your group that you really didn't care for, but you couldn't say anything, mm-hmm. and you couldn't get away from them because they were part of your group. But now I feel like the older you get, you don't necessarily have groupi- You have groupings of friends. These are my friends that I knew in high school. These are my friends that I you know, met in college. These are my friends that I know from the animal shelter. But it's not like you're all one big group. Like you were in high school when... It was like twenty of you in a group. Yeah, it was. That was the only world you had. That was the only world you had. You had yeah. no outside friends. Everybody came from high school, pretty right. much, and that was
1: it. Isn't that crazy, though? It is. Yeah, that how that was. Yeah, and you have all these like frenemies within the group, yeah, right? You know? And so I
0: think that the older you get, the less you are going to have that.
1: I hope. I hope, but I still like we've said a million times. Yes. It's it's still hard for me to let go. Unless yeah, someone's completely me sucky, too. yeah. Then I'm like, see ya. But yeah. a normal end of a friendship is difficult.
0: I definitely have friends that I'm envious of, but not in like a in a jealous sort of like I wish something bad would happen to them. For example, like I'm very envious of your pool, Megan. Oh, Megan has a beautiful backyard. It's landscaped so nicely. I'm like, oh, my God, you know, your landscape in my backyard. She has great grass. My grass is terrible in terms of the fact that I have
1: 900 types of weeds. Now, that's all because my husband's a lunatic and spends a fortune trying to... I need to man- do that. I mean,
0: I my roommate is fantastic with cutting the lawn. Like oh, that's cool. She does not let it grow an inch. I love cutting the grass. I I'm not allowed her. to
1: do it, but I used to do it when I was a child.
0: But I literally have
1: every weed known to man.
0: And and I I've thought about treating the lawn, but I have like... I'm kind of like I don't know. I don't want to put chemicals down. Why don't you send me a picture and I'll get Mike to look at it. Um, you can send him on over. <laughs>
1: yeah, seriously, because at least he could guide you or tell you what it is. He's he's really. I mean, people stop when they drive by our house to talk to him about our.
0: No, are? I think that's fantastic. And they're like I have a friend, Christine. Hi, Christine. I know she's listening. Aww. She goes on amazing adventures. Amazing adventures. Like I mean, this is the person who is so going to Antarctica one day. Oh, I like love she's that. been on great trips, and I'm always like ah. I think
1: you've spoken of her before on here Yes, she's
0: she's actually going to Australia in 2019 and I'm so excited for her and her trip like sounds so fabulous but she's been to China she's been to Africa she has been to see polar bears in Canada which is like phenomenal like hello
1: right so
0: but again happy for her happy for you and your pool but still sometimes I'm like man I'd like a pool like that (laughs)
1: I mean, Annette, let's let's look at your life. You run one of the most successful newsrooms in the country. You nothing to be envious about. (laughs) You travel to amazing places. It's funny when you're not in your life. The strength you have of character. I mean, there are so many wonderful things you have that I envy. So I think it's it's it's, like that. Yeah, it's very normal. Absolutely. All right, guys. So just a reminder that you can connect with us via email at forever39
0: at nj115.com, on Twitter at Forever 39 NJ, and
1: on Facebook at New Jersey 101.5. So the Huffington Post did a handy little article about how the grocery store may be having you spend more of your cash when shopping. I deal with this all the time. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) I I went food shopping before I came up here today, and I was trying to be quick, but there's—I get pulled in a million directions. You—you get pulled in. They're so skilled at it. They really are. Well, okay, guys, this is how they (laughs) do. Oh, look at that end cap (laughs) with those Rice Krispies. I like Rice Krispies. (laughs) Oh. First up, music. Research done in 1982 showed that people tend to spend more when slow tempo music is played over fast. Hmm. For me, that's true. I'll tell you why. I seriously will walk aisle to aisle. And sometimes I try to go food shopping when I when I don't have a deadline. Today I did, but I walk aisle to aisle. I sing along. I'm like putting <laughs> on a concert. It's songs you haven't. It's like REO Speedwagon, songs you never hear. <laughs> and it puts me in a good mood. And maybe that mood then makes me want to have company like, oh, you know, Mike and I haven't seen Annette at the house. Maybe I'll invite her. (laughs) Let me get ready for that. Yeah, I'll buy some prime rib. Annette's coming over. And you know me, I have to buy 55 desserts. Yep. Even though you're not coming over for like two weeks, I'll still have to prepare. (laughs) But I think all of that kind of goes together. So to help out, this is so funny, I think. You can wear headphones if you find that that helps you to block out the music Hmm. and just focus on what you're supposed to be doing. But there are also some studies that actually say if you put headphones on and there's fast tempo music, you're just as eager to spend. It depends what study you read. Interesting. So really what you need to do is to pay attention to what you do and perhaps make a list and follow it. Yeah. The checkout line goodies, this is not a problem for me, but I could see how it would be more difficult if perhaps you are in line with kids because they want to grab the Reese's Cups or they want to sure. grab. So to help distract, they say perhaps play a game with the kids with the magazines like I spy pink writing and see if they can find that on a magazine or I spy someone with blonde hair and see if they can. F- and that'll maybe distract them. I don't buy it for a second. I think if they want the M&M's, they're going to harass the junk out of you until you grab the M&M's for them.
0: I have to say I always feel so bad for parents that have to shop with their kids because (laughs) all of us have this mental image you always see the kid coming down (laughs) coming down the aisle with whatever it is that he or she found and wants to put in the car and mom or dad's like no 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 (laughs) and then the battle continues Mm -hmm. and it's just it is the cutest thing because they
1: do find something in every aisle that needs to go in that car. Or they try to fall out of the car, yeah, yeah. trying to grab whatever they... Oh, yes. Yeah, so I, Annette and I, being childless, we don't have to worry about that. No. Prices. Research shows that pricier things are placed at eye level. Yep. I see that as a man trap a little bit, because I don't know about the men in your life, but my husband seems to have a hard time bending. So if he were to go to the store and something was eye level... I'm buying it. That's what he'd purchase. Sure. So to help out, check if bulk sales are actually cheaper. Kind of scan the shelves a little bit and get a smaller cart or perhaps a basket if you're just going for a quick trip and maybe that way also it'll help curb your spending. Annette, Your turn, girl. All right, so samples. Whole Foods is notorious for this because there are samples everywhere.
0: Costco is another one. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's no doubt you're going to be tempted to purchase something, especially if you try. I never try. I never do either. I'm actually really good about that because when I go grocery store shopping, I think part of it's because I used to work in a grocery store for a really long time, about 15 years. I just keep it moving. I just think to myself, all right, I got to get out of here in a half hour because I have to do three more errands. So I don't really get too too distracted although sometimes i can Mm -hmm. there's no doubt i typically shop at wegman's that store (laughs) is very distracting because they always have beautiful things everywhere and you you, you definitely kind of like stop and like the cart slows down and you're like oh what's this new item i see Whole Foods is another place. I don't typically shop there, but when I have, I think it's a really well laid out grocery store. I think they know what they're doing and everything looks super presentable. And I like that kind of stuff in terms of a grocery store. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like to go in and like study like what they've done and how to how they try to attract customers. Yeah. Because I used to work in a grocery store. But um, avoid that. My advice, again, just keep it moving. Or, of course, they say, you know, don't go shopping hungry. We all know that. Yeah. We all know that. So the store set up, for those of you wondering why the staples like bread, milk, and eggs are in the back of the store, well, there's a reason for that, of course. It's to get you to pass through other aisles in hopes that you'll be tempted to buy other things not on your list. Well, the thing is, is that's really not going to change because they're not going to move those items up front because that would be detrimental to their sales. So again, keep it moving. (laughs) Like, All you need are eggs and bread. Focus on that. Don't worry about anything else. hard to do, but you know, you can do it. I do enjoy grocery store shopping like it's not one of those chores that I'm like oh man I gotta go food shopping but one of the things that I was getting into for a long time that I now avoid is the catering section you know the prepared food section Mm -hmm. a lot of grocery stores of course have prepared food sections now where you can just go and get instant meals and then warm them up at home Mm -hmm. because it's very lucrative for them and people want quick and easy and it's quick and easy. But man, you can spend a fortune and everything looks super tempting. So I don't even go over to that section anymore because I will tend to get something in my cart that shouldn't be there. And before I know it, you know, I went in with the intention of only spending $70 for the week and I spent $106 because I bought prepared food this or prepared food that. And, you know, it's just not the way to go at all. It's it's so expensive.
1: If you're trying to save time once in a while, sure. But yeah, it's just not worth it
0: all right guys so switching topics i'm sure that many of you watched the royal wedding last month and that got me to thinking about what guests wear to weddings because there was so much chatter about what those in attendance wore to see Meghan Markle and Prince Harry get married. A lot of people talked about the outfits of, Mm -hmm. you know, Amal Clooney and and Oprah Winfrey. Exactly. So, Megan, I don't know about you, but I have seen some very entertaining (laughs) outfit choices at weddings in my time. My cousin's wedding last August there was this friend there. It was a friend of his. And her dress could not be more short. I mean, mm. it was so inappropriate. Every single time she sat up, moved, danced, whatever, you saw everything her mama gave her. Mm. And I was kind of like, in what world did you think it was appropriate to wear like a super, super duper miniskirt to a wedding, a formal wedding, nonetheless? Mm. It was just in such bad taste. And it was definitely one of those moments where where my cousin Liz and I were just kind of looking at each other. And then, then we were looking at
1: her like we were definitely those bitches. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but but sometimes you can't help it. Well, no, because you know, it's, it's so- just
1: there in your face. I was at a Sweet 16 not too long ago. And there was a girl, a woman there. She had a kid at the party. And she was also invited. And she had on a dress. And the bottom half of the dress must have been nude underneath okay but it looked see-through so it almost looked like she had on you know when ice skaters go out to ice skate and they have on it almost that's what the outfit looked like and I thought my god your daughter is here she is 16 years old Mm -hmm. and you're bottoming your dress uh, clearly you're going through for a see-through look that's what it looks like you mm. had to look in the mirror and think, this looks see-through from my waist down. Really inappropriate, I thought. Yeah, Granted, not a totally. wedding, but still. Totally inappropriate. Well,
0: I have also seen, like, I don't know about you, but as society in general gets more casual, mm-hmm. I've seen a lot more casual dress at weddings. I also saw one guest at a friend's wedding a couple of years ago. He was in jeans and, like, a button-down. And I was like, you know, I don't know. Jeans, to me, just don't have a place at a wedding unless it's a very casual Backyard BBQ kind of picnicy thing. I get it then, right? Because that makes sense. You wouldn't wear an evening gown to a wedding like that. But this wasn't that. This was, you
1: know, a full-on formal reception. The whole thing, and I'm like, what is this guy wearing? And I think the part of the country we live in. We live in the Northeast, so I think that's the way it is here. I think maybe if you get married in the South, maybe the Midwest. I don't think weddings are like they are in Manhattan and New Jersey. And and not to, that that's good or bad. They're just not as formal. right? But if you're going to a wedding in this area, I think for sure we were actually invited to a wedding and it was black tie optional. So I said to Mike, black tie optional can mean a gown for a girl, but mm-hmm. I have a million dresses. What do you want? He said, you can do whatever you want. Like just, you know, if it's black tie optional, you want to get a gown, get a gown. I went and got a gown. I got my hair and makeup done because I saw an opportunity to be absolutely. We get to the wedding. You're the only ones in the gown. Oh my god! Oh. No one. It was black tie optional, and no one was black tie optional except for like me and Mike. And it was so uncomfortable. And I thought, why did you put that on there when no one's doing that? And even the wedding it didn't really call for that style. And yeah, I still think like, about that.
0: I, I don't know that I would ever do black tie optional because I think that's confusing for a lot of guests. Mm-hmm. First of all, most men don't own a tuxedo. True. So now they've got to figure out, do I rent one or do I not rent one? And if it's optional, you're probably going to go with the no. No,
1: Mike wore a black suit and black tie. You know, yeah. like, he went that way with it. He wasn't going to run a tuxedo. Yeah,
0: I I, I I, don't think optional is a good choice to do that. No, that, that's I don't either. Just like
1: pick a dress code and stick with it. Right. And sometimes the venue lends itself. Like my wedding was in a kind of a formal location, kind of. Uh, You just kind of let maybe the location dictate and if people aren't sure you can easily google and see you know yeah no absolutely um so
0: here are some tips from the huffington post that might help you out for your next wedding speaking of dress code stick to the dress code if it says black tie don't think that means you can show up in a pair of khakis and a button down if it says casual you might want to leave the tux at home Uh, now this next tip should go without saying but yet i'm amazed that sometimes it just doesn't do not wear white. Like, why would you wear white? Please stop wearing white. Let right. the
1: bride wear white. Done. I was surprised Kate Middleton at the wedding last month wore vanilla. Like, she wore like a vanilla colored suit. And that actually surprised me.
0: White and off-white. Cream. Like, those colors to me, no. No. Just don't wear them. Yeah. Yeah. Your cell phone is not a handbag, so don't carry it around like it's an accessory. And make sure it's on silent. Yeah, please. Make sure all the attention is on the bride and groom and not on you. Don't try to outshine the couple getting married by dressing inappropriately. And there is definitely a lot of that. There's definitely a lot of that. (laughs) Make sure you pay attention to where the wedding is located. If it's on the beach, high heels could be a problem since you probably will sink into the sand wearing them. Mm -hmm. And if you're not sure about the dress code, ask so not sure what to wear ask I am so glad I did that for my cousin's wedding in August it was an Indian ceremony I had no idea that black is not appropriate I typically wear black to a wedding I am so thankful that I asked because I would have looked like a dumb disrespectful
1: asshole because they reserve it for funerals right (laughs) yeah I don't
0: you know I don't know what they reserve the color for I just know that black is no no and you know Italian weddings (laughs) we're all in black so I was like color 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 that's what they want to see at an Indian wedding so I had a really pretty colorful flower dress and then I went and got like a really nice pink scarf and so it was fun because I liked that I could wear like really bright colors yeah the The
1: brighter, the better. But I'm just so thankful that I asked about the black because... And today it's so easy. Shoot the bride an email or the groom. It is. Whatever. But it's easy to find out. And I'm sure they would much rather take the minute to email you back. Because you
0: don't know. I mean, sometimes you just don't know what is appropriate for that particular setting, culture, whatever it may be.
1: And the last thing I read that I thought was really um, a good tip no bangle bracelets I never thought about that not that I'm a big bangle bracelet wearer but okay, the so whole time you don't want to be like cling, clang they're like I do you're like cling, clack that definitely is not the case for an Indian
0: wedding I gotta tell you oh, the more right. glory the better
1: too <laughs> right that's true that's true
0: alright guys that's it join us for next week's show when we discuss a new study that shows loneliness is at epidemic proportions in the US whether prenuptial agreements are needed I'd say yes I would sign one for yeah. Dean And food shaming. Don't want to miss one of our podcasts. You can subscribe via the New Jersey 101.5 app, iTunes, or Google Play. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys.